What's up, people? It's not for nothing on Little Water Radio. I am your... I'm host one of two. I am K-Chris. I'm here all by myself once again. Because C-Chris decided not to show up tonight. Apparently he's got a work conflict. Boo-hoo-hoo. He couldn't help it. So I'm here. I'm by myself. Ready to do this. Although I smell a little bit of a conspiracy here. Theory, you know. Um... Just saying, not for nothing, but Jeff Fisher gets fired today as head coach of the L.A. Rams. One game short of taking the uh, career losses record. And then, uh, so we can't celebrate with our balls and James, or warm balls and James. So that happens. Now, Chris, who had a bet tonight... You remember from last podcast if you were listening last show hopefully you were if not last show we were going to put a bet with our fearless listener andrew cooper who bet him 100 bucks he couldn't say he couldn't go out at a show an entire show without saying the f word and that was going to happen tonight and where's chris he's gone he's not here nowhere to be found the man is gone he's like kaiser sose he's gone in the wind poof um, I don't know. I smell a little bit of conspiracy theory here. I'm not sure. Although this would have been great because Chris would have loved this conspiracy theory, I think, himself, if it didn't happen to him. If it wasn't on him, he would have been eating this up. Um, so um, we move on without him. Now, hopefully, just to be safe, uh, just let you know, he'll come in later. Hopefully, he's going to call in maybe about 15, 20 minutes. We'll do some picks, kind of uh, change up the format a little bit kind of do it more in between in the middle of the show uh go for about a half hour 40 minutes however long it takes to get through the picks hopefully we don't you know bore you to death or ourselves and uh, get this get all the picks in and then maybe another uh, 10 15 minutes at the end there uh he'll probably depart if he has to get back to his own some whatever job he's doing who knows what he's doing it's at night he's in the streets of new york i don't know i don't know what that means i'm just saying uh, and then I'll finish it up maybe on my own there for a few minutes and then uh, get the hell out of here. Um, big day in football yesterday. Buddy boy. It was a good one. I uh, watched a lot of games actually by myself, of course. It's the only way I like to watch football. It's um, It was an interesting day. A lot of stuff happened. A lot of stuff happened today. A lot of stuff was expected to happen today. Maybe that didn't happen today. Jeff Fisher might not be the only one fired. Who knows? You know, there was out there uh, old Sexy Rexy might have been on the chopping block too here now. Um, what else happened? I, there was there was some there was a lot of you know what there was a lot of weird games yesterday. A lot of close games, I should say. Um, a lot of good games though. I, I actually was for the first time in a few weeks. I actually enjoyed watching f- some football games. Right? I wasn't getting kind of bored. On a Sunday, going, which game do I watch? There was there was plenty of games out there that were uh, holding my interest um, and and wanting to you know and a lot of you know what uh, actually a lot of teams uh, and I didn't you know what I didn't count it I forgot to write it down but there was quite a few games last uh, yesterday that that lasted into that last minute uh, or two last two minutes uh, of the game it came down to you know like final drives. You know, could someone take the lead? Could someone tie? Could you know? Could could the defenses hold off and, and win the game for their teams? Which was weird, 
um, and it started, it started, you know, getting me thinking there that you know, with that many games being played these days, you know, tight and close, and there's not so many blowouts maybe anymore as maybe there used to be. I don't have the stats on that either, but it just, you know, it feels like at least, at least this season too. You know, with last year, you know, you had the Cardinals, you had uh, Carolina. You know, you even had the Patriots, who I believe were just kind of ran away with their divisions, and and a lot of these games were, you know, wasn't quite, um, you know, in doubt maybe with 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 last minute games. This season, you know, there's no one except for maybe Dallas, but even they're only two games up of of the Giants right now at this point since they lost last night, and and no, you know, no division. You know, they could still lose their division basically. They're sure of a playoff spot, but they're not sure of their division yet, which it just kind of reinforces my idea of that. Uh, you know, with all these teams and these and these games going in the last minute, in the last two minutes, right? And the and all these defenses just seem to be playing this this what you know what they call prevent D. And I, I and it's just it's weird. It's like all right, don't give up the big play, don't score, let them score the touchdown. But you know what? Give them five, ten, fifteen yards a play and let them march down the field and actually eat up the clock. It, it just I uh, I don't I don't it doesn't make sense to me. And of course, you know, I'm not a football coach. I don't know what the hell is going on out there, necessarily, but it it just seems like you can't. You have all these sophisticated offenses, right, and all these you know clever offenses and all these these plays and these ideas and you know how they scheme it up and draw it up, and yet you have a lot of smart defensive coaches too. But it just seems like all of a sudden everyone gets a little scared and goes, oh, 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 we get we can't play our normal good defense that's that's been. Holding this team at offensive team at bay all all game, but now we're going to go in a prevent and let you them dink and dunk their way down the field and chew up that two minutes or four minutes or fifty seconds, and they're just giving up these plays. And you see with you know Detroit, I mean, has has been incredible this year doing this, just going down the field within a minute and and scoring a touchdown or getting in close enough to get a field goal, to, you know, to, you know, to put them in a position to either win or, or tie. And in the Lions' case, it's it's basically been winning games, which is insane that defenses are just allowing this kind of happen and and they have to be going oh hey that didn't work this time right or you know it, it didn't quite work the way we wanted to and if that's the case why, why aren't they self-evaluating themselves and and going hey maybe we should try something different is there another way to do this why can't we just you know what just try playing our own defense especially if it's a good defense you know there's a few teams in the league where i think good defenses were would would be the case and you go you know what we have a really good defense i think we can hold them let's just play our own game and let's do that and let's not give up it, it just it's 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 confounding uh to me and it's just kind of stupid i think isn't it at this day and age i mean they've been doing this for years now i mean it's, it's been what five years ten years now probably longer that they've been playing these sort of you hear the announcers going oh there's the prevent defense all of a sudden why do they keep doing it and i don't understand it and it's it's Although it, maybe it makes for somewhat of an entertaining game for the for, you know, you and me as fans watching the game, you know. But obviously that's not why they're. I I, I can't imagine that is why they the team you know teams aren't obviously doing that for entertainment purposes. I don't think. Although, see, Chris might tell you differently. Otherwise, um, with with all his conspiracy theories. But just figure out another way. Figure out another way to do this. Try something different, right? I mean, you're gonna lose. You're most of the time you're probably losing that game anyway. With you know, with with these at least with these offenses that are good enough, you know, if it's Jacksonville going down the field, I'm not too worried about. I'll play prevent and let them see if they can beat me. But if it's Detroit uh, or Dallas, um, maybe you know, or or Atlanta, especially this year with Atlanta's offense, you know, some of these teams that have you know a good enough offense, an explosive offense, 
just sort of like the Giants did yesterday. You know, with, uh, you know, it wasn't. I don't. It wasn't last. It wasn't towards the end of the game necessarily, but. They just, you know, they keep slant routing you to death with these Odell Beckham plays. You know, a little slant route, you know, five to ten yards across the middle. Here comes Odell, and it's not working, but you do it five, ten, fifteen times a game, and all of a sudden he breaks one for 70-plus yards and scores the game-winning touchdown. It's like, what, what, do you not know that's not coming? Do you, do you, as a defensive coordinator, as a player, you know that play is coming, it's there, and they're just going to keep doing it over and over again. Like, it's, it's, the, it's almost like the bread-and-butter play, and it's how – Basically, it's how Odell just uh, scores most of those touchdowns, and he has something, some stupid stat, like, you know, all these touchdowns of, of plus 60 yards, you know, over the last couple of years or whatever, and it's an insane amount, blah, blah, blah. But it, it's it just sort of just like, all right, guys, you know, maybe learn a lesson here. Try something different. Put it, you know, put a little different spin on your defense. Put a little different cover. Something. I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, that's, I guess that's my initial little rant for the night. Um... <laughs> Maybe we should just get into this because speaking of just terrible coaching, <laughs> um, why don't we? Why don't we talk about right now? There, <laughs> I love coaches, and I love bad coaches because they they just try to put a spin on everything, and I don't I don't understand it. You know, there's always an, there's always an excuse or there's always a reason why, right? And Jeff Fisher, bless his heart, who's now gone, and Chris and I can't, you know, just ride this guy's ineptitude anymore because I, I seriously doubt this guy's getting a head coaching job. But um, ever again, uh, he might not even get a coaching job. Who knows? I, who knows? I don't know. We'll see. But I, I, I'll guarantee it right now. If have Jeff Fisher will never be an NFL head coach again. I just can't. I just can't see it. I can't fathom it. There's no. There's no reason for a team to ever go. Hey, you know what I want? I want that guy. I want that guy to leave my team now. Unless you just hired him. Unless someone was so devious enough, and someone just hired him for one game until he lost, so he could he could be the losingest coach in the history of the NFL, and then just fire him immediately after that. Because that's the only thing I could see happening. Is someone. Didn't like this guy enough. That was like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to get that guy the record and then fire him. But moving on. So the, actually, this kind of leads into this leads into from Jeff Fisher's realm of coaching is is Bruce Arians. Uh, they lost they lost a heartbreak. The Cardinals lost a heartbreaking game yesterday against Miami. It was insane weather at that game in Miami. It was like a monsoon. It was crazy. I I almost thought it was snowing. It was, the rain was so thick and hard uh, coming down. Hey, well, um, that as I looked like almost it was it almost looked white and it looked like snow for a second. But it was it was raining so bad, so terrible. Uh, it, it really I mean it affected the game. It, it, it you know you could see the balls were you know they were just so slippery. Um, anyway, so after the game, apparently uh, the Cards head coach Bruce Arians. <laughs> kind of came up with some theories. Uh, probably you could say they were excuses of why and how his team lost. Um, this was this was a pretty good one. Uh, <laughs> this this was a good one. It was um, this is definitely in the Jeff Fisher zone. I think of, of excuses of what happened. And he he uh, he apparently said it was kind of odd how the rain kept getting heavier. When his team actually had the ball on offense, <laughs> no, no, he's <laughs> um, so he just he just said 
he said this is kind of a conspiracy theory, I guess. In a way, I mean, this is right on C. Chris's level here, is that he somehow is suggesting that the weather conspired against them and came down heavier and made it harder for them to play on offense because uh, the, 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 the storm uh, was more intense and the rain kept falling harder and more uh, when his team was on offense. That's your excuse. That's your reasoning? Like, I, I don't think he was serious. I mean, I, I sort of, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to say there. He, you, like, your team just sucks. How about that? You, they just played bad. You know, and I noticed, I think his GM actually did say something like that. You know, if whoever's not playing hard on this team this year isn't going to be there next year. So, I mean, I, I sure hope, you know, I, I normally kind of like this guy. I don't mind him. He's a little brusque. He's a little, he has a little edge to him. I, I kind of, I've always kind of liked him a little bit. Um, I think he's a good offensive play caller. But you, you come up with an excuse like the weather is worse when we're on offense and he thinks that's odd. Like, what are you hinting at there? Like, that's, that's just ridiculous. That's crazy. But then that's not it. That's not it. He doubles down and then says he questions uh, the clock at the end of the game. So the, the Miami went all the way down the field in the last minute. Uh, was in with last seconds to go, basically. They did a run play. It uh, took a lot of time off the clock, and basically the, the running back went down, uh, and they called a timeout with one second left on the clock. And then Miami came in and, and kicked a field goal and ended the game. So Bruce Arians, though, he, he somehow he questions the clock management of the game, I guess, uh, and saying it was questionable whether that one second should still have been on the clock or not. However, he immediately says after that, you know, thank God home teams don't run the clock. The NFL does. Or you'd really have a shitstorm. So I think I'm not that smart of a dude, but I think he just contradicted himself, right? Like, you're questioning the clock being stopped at one second, but yet that comes from a non-Dolphins home team official. It comes from the NFL rep and the NFL people and maybe the refs maybe at some, you know, degree. And yet he's blaming somehow the clock management on that one. And he's saying there might not be a, a uh, shouldn't have been a one second left on the clock then. Uh, but if you flip that around though, you know, he's not questioning this clock management if that was his team and that he had the ball and there was one second left, he would have been totally fine with that, right? Like that would have been fine. So I like you, dude, like stop it. Stop making these terrible excuses. Just knock it off. You've got a bad team this year. Things didn't go your way. Your way. You've got Carson Palmer as a quarterback. He's probably done. You know he regressed. He, last year was was the was the was the outlier. Like right, that last year was a great season for him. He never had numbers like that before. Like stop it. Like this is this is not what you should be doing, dude. Like you're a coach. Like let it go. I mean these are these are literally on par with the excuses Jeff Fisher had in the last couple of weeks, and and then he was fired today. Like you could almost tell. I was actually going to talk about this today with Jeff Fires or Jeff Fisher, you know, before he was fired, is, is that he's been acting this way the couple last couple of weeks. Like he's almost trying to get fired, I think. And that's part of my conspiracy theory about him not getting, you know, another game to try to lose another game, I should say, and and getting that record. Uh, it's 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 a little weird. I, I maybe I, I don't know. I don't understand coaches sometimes where they get, you know, you get players you know, maybe get down. They start questioning their players' attitudes and and desire to win, and they kind of quit on the game, the coach. Uh, all that kind of stuff, and you know, there's been talk about that with the Jets and some other teams. But you know, when a when a 
coach says things like that, what Bruce Fisher, uh, Bruce Arians has said, Bruce Fisher, that would be a hell of a combination. But what Bruce Arians was saying, it makes you wonder and thinks like, dude, is this, is this, um, you know, is this kind of, where is this leading to in a way? And, you know, it's like, I mean, you're all out of, you know, proper excuses. Um, I don't get it. It's weird. Um, so anyway, we'll see what happens on there. There's actually, that's, that's some other topics we'll get into in a little later. It's like, who else might get fired before the end of the season? Uh, let's see. What else we got? There's a couple other things we can talk about, but I think um, what we're going to do is, since it's already uh, almost 620, we'll call Seacrest and um, get his thoughts and ideas and um, see if he uh, picks up the phone here, actually. Nothing, nothing. This is Chris. Yo, yo, yo. You got your ears on? I'm alive on the air. You are. You're a first caller. Oh, hey. Hi. First time, long time. You get tickets to go see Bruce in Atlantic oh, City. No way. Get out of town. I'm going to take my sister. Yeah. What's the phrase that pays? What's that? What's the phrase that pays? <laughs> <laughs> it's a QRC. Is it? QRCW? Yeah, that's right. Not yeah, right. sure. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. I am sitting atop of New York City right now. I'm on the 31st floor of some building that overlooks Bryant Park. I can see an ocean of tourists ice skating below me. Ooh, nice picture. So you know what that must mean. It's the most wonderful time. To be Jeff Fisher, <laughs> you have to go spend Christmas with your family and explain how you don't have a job. Uh, we got to start there, right? We got to start there. I mean, I think we mentioned, I what mentioned this to you earlier and I just talked about it, but there's a conspiracy theory sneaky there. Sneaky son of a bitch. Sneaky. How did, he, how did he ruin our bottles and jeans toast? Uh, you know how he did it? You know, he, he, he was like, fire me now. Fire yeah. me now. Yeah. He was one away. Yeah. One away. He knew it. He, he knew it. Known it. Yeah. And I think, I honestly, I just said this. I, I was saying that I think he's been laying the groundwork for the past couple of weeks. Like, le- you know, possibly leaking his contract extension and then basically calling out his general manager and you know, the team and placing blame wherever he can and just basically acting like he doesn't want to be a part of that organization anymore. It is so bizarre, the entire thing. They're so bizarre how they like let things sort of leak into the media at different times and people predicting what was going to happen when the obvious was right in front of their faces. Yeah. Which is that they have the best running back in football. Right. It was Miss <laughs> <laughs> to, to be To be determined. Uh, anyway, that was, a, that was a disappointment after a pretty disappointing week of football. To me, anyway. Yeah, you were disappointed with it. Yeah, it's just more, more randomness. It's more the same thing. It's more randomness. I, I can't get a handle on anything. Well, that's true. I don't know what it did. What did it do to our picks? What did what did it, any, what is the Titans beating you know the Broncos do do to our picks? You know. How great was that though? By the way, I, I'm happy that I, we took a loss on that one though. That's fine. My my, my <laughs> Titans. Um. Actually, we actually we actually had a pretty good week. Um, okay. We rebounded nicely from the, our disaster of the week before, 
and we, uh, we <laughs> you're gonna love this. But uh, starting with our, our wins and losses for last week, uh, you you went eight and seven, ah. and we broke even on the on the Dallas Giants game. Um, okay, right, which made me think. You know, it's like one of those. It's like it was only three point. It was plus three points for for. Uh, Oh no! Wait a minute. We won that game. Never mind. I totally screwed up the. Uh, I totally. Wait, so we will. So, so you're nine and seven. Nine and seven. Yeah. Or did you do better? No. Uh, I did. A, I did one better. I went ten you and six. Do one better. Yeah. Uh, I one better, Chris. Yep. You know, <laughs> one better, Chris. I got the fir- I got the better letter in the alphabet for my name, and you get one better team than I do. <laughs> 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 um. All right, so but that actually puts us back the in the winning uh, in the winning column, though. For overall, so like like eighty percent of the NFL, we're right down the middle, and you never know what what we're going to do on any given week. Basically, basically, so we're both. Okay. I mean, we're both uh, one hundred and ninety nine on the season. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we're really both one hundred and ninety nine. We are both. Yeah, I, I think so. If I just didn't. Um, that, I mean, we're gonna push. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna push. This yeah, season. we're Jeff. It'll be like we're like Jeff that's Fisher. Why it'll be called not. That's why the show will just change the name to Nothing for Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> or all for not. All for not. Yeah, there you go. I like that one. <laughs> that's oh awesome. God. Yeah, it's all right. great. Let's get the picks because I got to get back to work. Oh okay. Jesus! Oh crap! I okay. Know. All right. Let's do it. Time to get serious here. Uh, Tonight, this is a pretty good game, right? Baltimore at New England. And uh, Baltimore... What? What do you want? What are you talking about? It might be the best that the AFC has to offer. It might be. This might be... uh, Although, you know what? I don't think Baltimore is going to make the playoffs uh, because they're going to lose this game. But anyway, Baltimore is plus six. I'm I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. But I... uh, It's going to all come down to that last game. Baltimore... Giving six? No, they're plus. Baltimore's plus six. On the road. Yeah, yeah, they're getting six points. Boston, New England. They're going to yeah. They're Boston, getting six points England. for playing in New England. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the because I always get Sunday night right and nothing else. <laughs> I'm, this is my lock of the week because I <laughs> never lose Sundays. <laughs> New England, <laughs> New England, the home team. Brady just silences everyone gets back in the MVP conversation again. Uh, I, I don't think I could agree with you anymore. Uh, I, I mean, I keep thinking, like, maybe this is a close game, but I, I think I think New England's, uh, just like you said, I mean, they're not going to play around with this. I don't think. I think they're going to they're gonna handle it pretty easily and, t- and, and try to lock up, I think, that number one seed for, their, uh, for the AFC and stuff. So I think um, and I think you're right. I think Tom Brady does get a lot more after tonight uh, consideration for this MVP, except especially with Dak and uh, Ezekiel uh, coming back to earth and, and um, probably hurting their... for a man. In a pretty tame game, he still did his part. I think that that was one of the better performances shown by him. He still got 100 yards yeah. as a rookie in a game that was unwatchable. Yeah, I mean, it was... But it seemed a little... It seemed a little just sort of like pedestrian, though. You know, like it, it was just... It was nothing like difference-making. You know, he got his 100 yards... You know, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't I mean, like it wasn't a dominating force. 
What do we got for Thursday? That's fine. Yeah, so Thursday, this is this is the Jeff Fisher special. The Rams on short day, on short rest on three days rest. The Rams uh, go to true. They had a whole week to rest. <laughs> they didn't come and play yesterday. Ah, <laughs> yo. Zing. Oh, Zing. Zing. Ah. I like that one. That was a good one. So the Rams getting 13 and a half points in Seattle. In speechless. Seattle? Speechless. I know you are. You're speechless. Yeah, there's dude, 13 and a half on a well, interim head coach. Maybe they come out to play. I don't understand the Seahawks at all. I don't either. I I, I can't. 13 and a half is oof, that's a lot. Yeah, I, you know my instinct is to go with Seattle. I think Seattle wins, but I'm going to take those points. Exactly. That's that was my thought. Exactly. I'm I'm taking. The Rams have actually beaten Seattle four, I think, of the last five games in, in over the last couple of years. Um, they always play them close. Um, I think you'd be a fool to to not take thirteen and a half points against you know these two teams. Um, but of course, the only other the only outlier on this one that I think is uh, Seattle. Uh, in primetime games, usually just plays lights out and dominates. So thirteen and a half might not be enough points to cover this, but um, I'll still stick with I'll still stick with Rams and and uh, and the points on that one. It's a I mean we're going to seem like either geniuses or complete complete idiots, um, <laughs> and that's sort of, that's sort of who, who we are, right? Exactly. Uh, and every time I think I bet on Seattle I, this year so far, with uh, you know on them, I think I've they've lost actually. So uh, I'm going to keep betting against them. At the end of the year, I can't wait to see all of our stats that come out of this that you're going to crunch. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to bury myself in the winter uh, in an igloo for like two months in January gonna, and February. I'm going to look forward to that while I watch basketball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, let's um, keep it going. Sorry all right, to rush. I just got to make sure I get. Yeah, do this quick real life. Yeah, yeah, you got it, you got it. All right, so uh, we got our first Saturday game of the year. Since no more college football, the NFL invades Saturdays, and Miami is in New York playing the Jets, and the Jets getting uh, two and a half points uh, as the home dog. You pick it. Yeah, this this one's an interesting one. Man, somehow the Jets came out of the blue yesterday with my boy Bryce Petty. New Jets quarterback superstar, but by Geno Smith. Um, hey, you can't, you can't, you're not going to bait me into nothing. Mouth closed. Um, uh, so the Jets actually, you know, kind of showed a little bit yesterday. Miami lost uh, Ryan Tannehill, their starting quarterback, who's actually been playing pretty well this year. I think that makes a huge difference in this game. And I don't think I didn't actually look this up, but I'm pretty sure Miami does have a pretty bad history of in, playing the Jets in New York. Uh, so I'll take the I'll take Jets at the home dog and, and take the points and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, why not ruin your draft pick, Jets? It seems like something you would do. <laughs> and Miami finally is going to be the shitty team that everyone thought they were, right. and they can fall away, and they can give up their playoff playoff spot to a team like the Ravens or right or the Broncos you know, or someone good. Yeah, yeah, or the Buffalo Bills. And oh wait, not wait. the Bills. Never mind. Anyway, you yeah. know my how deep my hatred li- lies for Miami. This is the first game I actually feel good about betting on a game. I don't want them, and I'm gonna. And if they if they win, I'll cry. Yep, great. If Fair. they cover, I'll cry. If they win, I don't care. <laughs> Fair. Um, all right, we're going to Sunday. Detroit. This is actually probably this is a good game. Uh, hopefully, uh, Detroit is. That's weird. They actually 
they play in New York the next day. That's a big turn. That's a quick turnaround for the stadium to get uh, from, go from Jets to Giants. Anyway, Detroit goes into the Giants stadium uh, and and gets four and a half points. What um, gets four and a half? Gets four and a half points. I'm. I was tempted actually. Detroit to, gets four and a half in in the Meadowlands. Yeah, against the Giants. I mean, the Giants look oh, pretty good here now. They don't look good. They don't look good. Dude. <laughs> They don't look good. I watched that crap. They don't look good. Don't worry about it. Go ride, ride with the, ride along with the, the, the lions. All right. It's a, it's a good, it's a fun time. My only concern Barry with Sanders is coming out of retirement. <laughs> pretty sure uh, that this week it's going to be pretty, pretty rad. That would be amazing. Do you think could Barry yep. Sanders come out of retirement right now for this game and it still probably get like 50, 60 yards for the game probably? No, he wouldn't. I hate that argument. I hate the when people say like Jim Brown had played now. He would have like I, I can't, I can't say that. Michael Jordan is the proof. Old people can't play a young person's game. That's why they retire. That's true. It's, just, it's true. He, could, it's he true. couldn't. That's the right answer. Good job. All right. Um, All he did was go out, go out where everyone should, but don't because they want to get paid. My only my only concern with this game is that uh, Stafford injured his one of his fingers on his throwing hand, and he uh, I think he dislocated it and pulled some tendons. Eric Whipple, you didn't hear Eric Whipple's gonna he's the quarterback. They've already they're bringing him in. Eric Whipple, be Eric Whipple <laughs> and Barry Sanders, Scott Mitchell. You're not keeping up. You're not keeping up with with his, uh, these updates, Chris. Jesus. Um, I actually and think Wayne Font is coaching. Oh he's yeah, the mastermind. Yeah, the, the Godfather. Great teams. Great times. All right, sorry, I digress. That's a fine. I'm, I'm actually. I think this is actually going to make a difference in this game, and I think Giants are on a little bit of a roll right now. I, I'm actually going to take the Giants in the cold weather with Stafford's finger. I, I just, I got a bad feeling about it. Normally, I would take Giants all the, or Detroit all the way, but I'm, I'm actually going to go with the Giants and, and give up the points here. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I got. It's just a weird little thing I think about it, and, and I'm probably going to be wrong, but whatever. We'll see what happens. Next game. Okay. Uh, your Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, who p- go to Houston and they'll get five and a half points. Um, Wait, it's Bortles versus Osweiler? Yeah, that's wow, right. Wow, dude. Yeah. That's like Christmas I mean, a week early. If this isn't like a party in your pants, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Man, I will watch this game. I am very excited to watch this game. <laughs> uh, Houston's defense, sneaky good, kind of. They They play with like crazy, like, not, I don't want to use this word swagger, but like un, uh, like unwarranted confidence. It's pretty amazing to watch how loose their defense plays. Osweiler yesterday threw for one forty-seven and an interception, and they won. Yeah. So because of the run, game. I don't think the game. I don't think the game comes down to quarterback play. I think it comes down to defense. Mm-hmm. And how many points is Houston getting? Houston is giving up five and a half. I mean, giving, giving. Yeah, giving five, five and a half. Five point five. Houston will cover. Houston will cover. That, yeah. sir, is the right answer. Um, I agree. I think it comes down to defense. Houston's at home too. Um, I just don't. Uh, I just you know. Come on, it's Jacksonville. You know what? <laughs> the best. The best thing. The best thing about Brock Osweiler is that he. Everyone calls for his head, but but, but they're the best team in their division. Like. That's not saying it, much. It, it baffles media. Like everyone gets so riled up, they're like, "Oh, Osweiler's such a joke." But then at the end of the day, it's like, 
They keep winning. But they're winning. Right. They're winning. Andrew Luck gets paid the same amount of money to do worse in the same division. Yeah, How right? can you say that he should be benched? It's, I, I don't know. I love it. It's my favorite storyline, and I'm sticking to it. Well, and I think they did something yesterday positive, you know, like with a game plan maybe, and maybe it was just because it was against the Colts, but Houston like ran the ball. Lamar Miller had a big night, you know, a big game, um, and that seemed that maybe that sort of mitigates, you know, Osweiler's, uh, you know, whatever yeah, problems I mean, a little bit. There's, there's, if you could I'm like to watch a game, I'm sure you could tell, tell me how it works because it somehow works, but I can't watch it. Yeah, I know. I, can't. I tried watching it a little bit yesterday. I was just like, why am I watching this game? This it's is tough. It's bad. All right, let's keep going because yep. I'm, uh, I'm running out of time. I'm All right, uh, the next game up, um, our Cleveland Browns, they're looking good for going 0-16 uh, here, but they go to Buffalo yeah. uh, and get they're getting 10 points playing in Buffalo. Which there is rumors uh, that your boy Tyrod Taylor might not play in this game. They might hand the reins over to um, Cardale Jones, the rookie quarterback from Ohio State, uh, because management I think it'd be, I think wants. It'd be, it'd be fitting for for Hugh to get his one win in the last and be sort of the the maybe the nail on the hammer for Rex's Rex's tenure at Buffalo. Yeah, right. Ten points is ten points is a good cushion. It is a good cushion. Um, this is your pick, but I think you can tell where I'm leaning. Yeah, I was I was kind of thinking maybe do, do we wait on this game maybe in, later in the week to see who Buffalo's quarterback starting quarterback is going to be? But you know what? Hell with it. Let's just roll the dice. Let's both go all in on Cleveland. Hopefully, one of these right. weeks they're going to they're going to pay off for us. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. Probably not. But Cleveland steamer here Cleveland we come. Cleveland steamers. They're going to steam roll. Bills this week. Book it. <laughs> All right, what's next? All right, Tennessee at Kansas City. Tennessee, uh, the road dog, getting five and a half points. Playing in Kansas City, I, I think that's a pretty tough call. I, you know, I, Kansas City is a lot better than – call. Yeah. They're a lot better in I Denver. I, I just think Kansas City takes this game at home. They're playing for a lot more. Um, you know, they're battling uh, uh, New England probably they're for the number one spot. I just I just think Kansas City's kind of locked into right now, and I think they'll kind of take it to Tennessee. They're rolling. The only reason would be that they'd be playing off with the Raiders. You're keeping them honest in that division, which is good. Um, so I yeah I'm I think that's the easy one. In fact, I feel like maybe this week is shaping up to be a good gambling week. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. We right, say that maybe we got? say that every week, but doesn't really work out well. No, we don't. I mean, I'm actually <laughs> feeling like, oh, you know what, five points, that's not really enough for this particular game. All right. Five points usually throws me way off, but I'm feeling confident. That probably right. means I'll go three and 14 next week. <laughs> it usually seems how every other week it kind of seems to be the case for us. Uh, next game, uh, the Eagles in Baltimore. Uh, the Eagles get six points for their troubles. Eagles played this well yesterday against Washington, uh, but going this into your pick, dude. yeah, going into Baltimore, uh, I think is a tough task this year. Uh, Baltimore seems to be pretty legit, um, and you know if they're if they're as good as they say they are, they should beat the Eagles and and easily covered by six points. I'll I'll take the I think this might be the first time I'm ever I'm ever picking with the Ravens, uh, and I'll give up the six points. I, I don't think the Raven, the Ravens can I don't think the Ravens can win by that much, but I I do think that they will win. So I'm going to take the Eagles on the point. Fair enough. Okay. Great. We'll see what we'll see if the Flacco machine is is, is for real. That's tonight, right. But I think that I think I, I I like the I like the Ravens to win, but it, but I think it'll be closer than I for no reason other than 
that's how I feel at this exact moment. All right, Green Bay, next game. Green Bay, Packs in Chicago, uh, and the Bears are the home dog, six and a half points. They got any chance of beating Green Bay at home? Or even covering? Uh, Green Bay, uh, Green Bay's just going to dance all over these guys, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, they've been playing yeah, pretty Bay. well lately. And everyone loves Green Bay at this time of year. Right. So let's Green Bay it up. Let's Green Bay it up. I wish I wasn't, wouldn't have been right on my, pre, my playoff prediction, but it looks like I was. Yep, we both were. Let's go pack. No, Let's go. Nah, I'm my coattails. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, moving on then. So, Indianapolis. Come on. Come on. Come on. Get now. sensitive on me. Come on. I'm trying to be straightforward so we can burn through these and Come not on, get I'm trying to stay focused. All right. I'm to give you the, the Chris Berman yabba dabba So, quit talking already. Let me t- call the next game here. All right. All right. Not for nothing, but you're the one. All right. Indianapolis Colts plus four uh, against the Vikings. In Minnesota? In Minnesota. Sammy B had a day yesterday. Uh, oh, God. Is it, do we have to pick this one? Can we, can we wait on this one? I mean, why wait? It's four points. I'm, I'm ready. To, I'm okay. taking Minnesota I, I, at home. I, I, um, I think Indianapolis, you know, with the loss yesterday, I think they just I, kind of – put themselves out of playoff contentions. Um, things might start going downhill with the Colts. Maybe Chuck Pagano gets fired pretty soon. I'm, I'm taking Minnesota for no other reason just because they're at home, and I think four points is irrelevant. Yeah, take the, take the home team. Yeah. Yep. yep. They're, both, they're both black teams. Might as well take the one minute advantage one team has over yep. the other. Exactly. I think so. All right. All right. I just don't think any way Indianapolis can – their offense can, can you know, walk all over Vikings defense. So um, I think that's the only thing that kind of – uh, right. Works in, in the Vikings. There's favorite. a bigger, there's a bigger conversation to have next week about Adrian Peterson. If they're close, he says he's going to come back, which changes the entire dynamic. If they are in the playoff picture, who knows? Like they might be better suited with Bradford than they have been. Right. But we can talk about we'll that see. next week. Yep. All right. Next game. Uh, your Steelers, who are looking pretty nice. Um, they are. They're going. To, they're going into the uh, the belly of the beast. Going to play the Bengals. Uh, and Pittsburgh's actually giving up three points in Cincinnati. Cincinnati looked yeah, pretty good I yesterday. Said, I already, I said this, I said this last week. I, I like, I like the Bengals to win this game at three points. Three and a half is. I don't think it's a field goal. I don't think any games are won by a field goal anymore. So I, I'm staying with the, I'm staying with the Bengals, and and watch out because there will be at least one important Steeler player injured by the Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> I'm predicting injuries now. If you could bet on it, you'd be disgusting. But I'd be your guy. Yeah, I mean, what, this was a was it, this was a replay, or a, wasn't this the game last year where there was the big conflicts in the in the in the brouhaha? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. the worst game of all time. Right, right. Well, I think Pittsburgh's. Um, I think Pittsburgh's looking real good. I think they're locked in. They're kind of dialed in. And uh, I think Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. I just don't think Cincinnati might be able to beat average to, to bad teams. Pittsburgh's not that, so I think Pittsburgh kind of runs all over Cincinnati here and really kind of embarrasses them. And, and uh, something might happen in this game. I don't know what, but hopefully it happens to one of the Cincinnati players. Like, uh, you know, uh, and and we'll see what happens there. I guess. But I, I got I got Pittsburgh. I think they're just kind of. I think they're locked in. I think they're. I, I don't see any way Cincinnati can uh, can hang with them unless they just start injuring everyone, like you said. 
All right. All right. Well, All right. That's, that's what you thought. That's, that's what I think. That's that is. That's, that's why. That's why it works. That's why. You right. have a difference of opinion. Yep. And so right. far, Pittsburgh hasn't let me down this year. They've been they've been doing good for me. So anyway, uh, next game, New Orleans, uh, who's lost a couple of bad games the last two weeks, I guess, uh, goes to Arizona yeah. uh, and plays the Cardinals, who had a terrible loss yesterday. But um, uh, New Orleans gets two and a half points playing in Arizona. I was going to say if there was a big spread here because New Orleans is so bad, I'd be, I think this is a surprise game for New Orleans. Um, but because it's so close, I'm going to take the home team. If it was more than three points, I'd say New Orleans, but I'm going to go Cardinals. Home. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. What you like? Uh, I actually like... Pick? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to... I said, no, it's fine. I haven't really been... Tra- who's, next, who's, you can have the next Yeah, it's fine. Great, thanks. I appreciate that. Um, I'm actually taking New, Orle- or New Orleans. I'll take the two and a half points. I, you know... It's kind of every year or every week we've been saying New Orleans kind of keeps these games close. The points might make a difference. However, I actually just see New Orleans kind of rebounding this week and just maybe crushing Arizona here. Uh, they Arizona even said uh, – their players even said Bruce Aarons said after the game last night or yesterday that they're probably not making the playoffs anymore. So you might see a lot of these guys just kind of mailing it in here a little bit and going, hey, you know, let's, let's, yeah. just, let's just finish this year healthy, get out of here, and, and worry about other things. Um, and I think New Orleans just, you know, New Orleans, they got to, you know, that offense, we'll see if they can kind of get back on track a little bit and, and uh, put up some more points. I think they will against Arizona. All right. Um, I mean, I like that thinking. I like thinking. Yeah. It's I mean, you can go either way with that one, right? That's one of those, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's how this week's been. Right. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with any of your picks, even when you picked against me. Uh, like, um, I feel like there's a good logic behind both of them. I don't know if that's good for anyone out there listening and actually taking any advice, but we never ask you to take our advice. Yeah. We just ask you to listen to the yeah. picks we take. We just give it. And see how bad we can do it. Yeah. We just give advice. It's free. Take it or leave we it. Just, yeah. You do what Not you want. Not for nothing, but you can do what you want. With it. Don't go shopping yeah. with exactly. it. Exactly. You know what? You would want two bucks. That's right. right. What do you got? All right. Next game. Uh, San Francisco, who marvelously found a way to blow a game yesterday, who they should have they should have had that game in the bag. Um, they go to Atlanta and get 13 points against the Falcons. And uh, 13? I'll, yeah, yeah, it's 13. But I'll um against the- against Atlanta. That offense against yeah. against uh San Francisco's defense. Come on, please. I'll I'll take Atlanta at home and I'll give up 13 points. I don't even think that's even a question. That might I, even be my I lock of the agree. week. I I don't like 13 points. It always scares me. I'm staying away from 13 points. I don't think it's a big enough cushion. Uh, I don't know why, but I think that Atlanta might be slipping the way that everybody thought. But uh, I don't know. You know what? I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm changing. I'm, changing. I'm hearing you in my own head <laughs> saying that's a stupid logic. Go with the home team. I'm going with the home team. All right. It's Chris in my head. Right. So you're going with the Falcons, just to be clear. You're taking Falcons. Yep. Great. All right. What's next? Uh, okay. Three more games. Uh, Oakland at San Diego. Chargers get three points at home. Um, San Diego's kind of fell off the last couple of weeks. I, I, I've been. I think we. I've been picking them at least the last couple of weeks, and they just have not been. It's not been working out well for me. Oakland lost a bad game to San Diego, uh, Kansas City last Thursday. I think they come back and uh, try to stick it to San Diego 
and I'll take um, I'll give up the three points because I think Oakland you know kind of comes back strong and and if San Diego doesn't have Melvin Gordon in playing this weekend you know they lost him yesterday that's a world of difference I think for that offense and it causes a lot of problems for them as you can see again playing against Carolina uh, it was a huge difference I think so I think Oakland easily in this game I agree with everything you said which is a lame answer but I think that my one point would be that I think that the Chiefs game was a little bit of an eye-opener. I think that the, the Raiders come back because they win tough games and they lost a tough one, but they learn from it. And I think that they can be – I think they could be San Diego. They're going to find San Diego some, such an easier team to beat. And I think their defense is actually the kind of defense that could feed on somebody like old Philly Rivers. Yeah. Good. Good and a good breakdown All analysis right. there, Secrets. All right. Go ahead. Next What's game. Next? New England uh, plays again. And they are in Denver. Uh, New England is giving up three points to the Broncos. A rematch of, can, can we do this one on Saturday? What's the good Saturday pick? Uh, we could do this one on Saturday. Why don't we wait for this one? See what happens with the Let's line. Let's do this one on Saturday because Peach Dudes are playing tonight and we'll see how they look. Gotcha. Sounds good. You got it, buddy. What's the, what's the last one? All right. Sunday night. Another big uh, Dallas Sunday night game. Tampa Bay comes uh, rolling in to Dallas and uh, – the Bucks get seven points. Seven? Seven, I tell you. Wow, hit it over the head. Right? I don't, think the, I don't think the Dallas beats anybody by that much. I mean, I think, that, or at least not the way they play. I think that they, I think that they can win, mm-hmm. and I don't think the Bucks are for real. But I do think that they showed some weaknesses. Dallas, I mean, showed some weakness this week. Seven points isn't enough. Seven. I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll. I don't know if it'll be high or low scoring. I couldn't possibly say. Yeah. The seven points, that feels really good to me. Yeah. What do you think? I, I, uh, I was thinking the same thing. I, I think we did something a couple of weeks ago where I was mentioning like how a lot of the Dallas games against good teams this year have been really close, uh, and they're not you know blowing anybody out necessarily except for the bad teams. So I think seven points. Tampa Bay's been playing really well on the road, and – why not take the seven points and see if if Tampa Bay, you know, if they can hang in with them? I think it might prove them to be a, a formidable opponent in the playoffs potentially. So, uh, yeah, take take the seven points. Why not? Let's do it. See what happens. Yeah, go Tampa. And and, and you know what? If we're wrong, which we might be, we got two losses to play with. That's right. We're still five hundred. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> take a couple chances. We're All right, Chrissy. Thanks, I, buddy. I, I had to, to, to work on the fly. I appreciate it. Uh, have fun talking for the next 15 minutes about how bad my picks were. Oh, I will. Don't worry. I'm going to get deep and hard into it right now. All right. All right, buddy. I'll see you right Hello. I will. See you later, man. All Bye. right, Pete. All right. There he was. See Chris. Making some picks. Uh, hopefully they're not as terrible as he thought they were because I think we were uh, – kind of along the same lines there for a lot of those picks actually um yeah i think most of them shoot we were really uh, there was one two three four there's only four games that we won against each other and everything else we were agreeing upon so if he thinks his picks were lousy then my picks are bad too i guess but we'll see we'll see what happens any given sunday you know what i mean you never know what happens what could happen it's all up in the air on a Sunday night or Thursday or Saturday or Monday. All right. We're going to get back into some other topics here again because um, there are some other things that we can still uh, we can still talk about, you know. Um, 
we were what were we just talking about we were just talking about picks and um it was the oh yeah so dallas plays next sunday night they just played the giants uh last night and giants won um which actually brought it was it was actually a weird note and a weird sort of non-story i guess from last week the story kind of caught my eye and i just i just thought it was weird and it was actually it's stupid it's actually a stupid story but there's a hook to it that i think makes it interesting um for this reason last week the giants played the steelers right and then somehow there's a report which came out through fox sports i believe um somehow they were first reported and saying how the giants uh tested some of the game balls during the steelers uh, against their game against the Steelers and thought that maybe a few of the balls were underinflated, right? Here we go, deflate gate coming back, part two. And this this whole thing, <laughs> it's like, so they tested some balls apparently in-game and then they perhaps made some sort of uh, comment to the league. However, they didn't officially file a complaint with the league so the league came back and said uh everything's fine nothing to see here there's no issues to report at all everyone did a really good job um following the proper like procedures and rules about looking into this but actually nothing actually happened so we did great right like why is the nfl saying anything at all then I mean, it's almost like <laughs> it's almost like they're the ones who are just confidently patting themselves on the back and congratulating themselves on, on a good job, on a job well done when when there was nothing to report. So it's like if someone asked them, like, hey, what was up with this? They were like, oh, there was nothing. There was nothing. There was no complaint made. There was no official complaint made by the Giants. This is a non-issue and a non-story, except for the NFL just seems to sort of take it upon themselves to go oh hey look at us you know there was a question about some footballs and everyone followed the proper procedures like you know the teams the refs the you know executives whoever else was involved in this at some level and degree of this and like who knows what that is they didn't say and they didn't spell it out but an inquiry was made i guess and the nfl's you know front offices looked into this however they looked into us and was like oh no 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 people you know we looked at the footballs they were they were handled correctly everything's fine go about your business i don't okay great why you know it just seems like it seems like they're putting out the statement just to make sure that they're like hey you know our this whole policy right to flake gate we were out there this happened with Tom Brady, and now it's not going to happen again. We've solved this issue. Now we're telling you how great a job we're doing with these football procedures and checking to see if, you know, uh, it's like, uh, this is so stupid. And it's actually making me a little mad as I'm talking about it right now because this shouldn't be, this shouldn't be a story at all, except for now it's a story. You know, ESPN reported, all these other stations are reporting it about this thing that didn't actually happen. So if it didn't happen, then why is the NFL saying all the procedures and and all the people you know follow the, these procedures correctly? And 
and nothing was found. It just seems it just seems kind of it, it's a head scratcher. It's literally I'm scratching my head head right now. It's just weird. All right. Um, I had a, I had an interesting thought on the playoff playoff scenario. Right now in the NFC, because the AFC right now there's there's still so many teams kind of uh, in play. Um, even the seedings one through six are still a little bit up in the air. The NFC is a different story. Dallas pretty much has the 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 one seed locked up. Detroit with their win yesterday beats uh, overtook Seattle since Seattle lost. Detroit overtakes for the number two position. Seattle falls to three. And they're, you know, I'm sure some people are going to make a big deal about Seattle, especially with the way they lost yesterday. Um, but if I'm Seattle, I'm actually not worried about being in the three hole on this one. Right? So here's kind of the scenario, how it kind of plays out. And in this, I don't know if this is going to change much with the NFC right now and the team's going into it. Uh so if, if Seattle's number two, we'd play, or if, sorry, Seattle's number three, we would play the number six uh, wildcard team. And that team would be Tampa Bay, right? So Tampa Bay would come to Seattle. Now, before everyone you know, starts saying, well, Tampa Bay beat Seattle a couple weeks ago, they did it, but they did it in Tampa Bay. Seattle was a little banged up. Uh, a lot banged up, actually. They were missing a lot of players on this one. And let's see Tampa Bay actually come in to Seattle and play in Seattle at their stadium uh, and see how they handle a playoff game, right? It's a whole different animal. It's a whole different scenarios on that one. Um, Seattle at home in the playoffs, like, come on, forget about it. Like, that's not even I, – I wouldn't be worried about, you know, see what, let's see what, how Tampa could handle that, and especially Jameis Winston, and that's a lot of pressure in the playoffs. Um, he's a nice quarterback and all, and I like him, but – you know, he doesn't have any experience dealing with this. Seattle has tons of playoff experience and playing at home and with that crowd and potentially in a prime time game. We'll see what, you know, I, I think that I think that lines up pretty nicely for Seattle, which then leads to the rest of the, the playoffs playing out. And uh, if, the, if the, you know, right now the Giants and Falcons would be playing uh, the other wildcard game. Giants would have to go to Atlanta. Whoever even wins that game at this point, who knows? I mean, both offenses, defenses. You know, who's who can say like who can actually win that game? I think both teams have a pretty good chance. So, depending on, it doesn't matter who wins that game. But going forward, whoever wins that game automatically goes to Dallas, right? And Seattle would then have to go to Detroit. Now, Seattle going to Detroit again. This is almost Tampa Bay sort of in reverse. You know, Detroit's playing, been playing well. They're tough at home, right? But how much playoff experience does Detroit have? Not a lot. Stafford's injured with his finger now. Maybe that makes a big difference or not in how the, in how he can play, actually. But if I'm Seattle and I'm, if I'm the fans, I am not worried at all about having to go to Detroit and play a playoff game. Again, Detroit has – and I didn't get a chance to look this up, but how many how many times has Detroit actually played in the playoffs in its, its, in its lifetime, in its franchise history? There's not many, right? You know, one, just being in the playoffs alone. Two, playing at home. Um, you know, again, Seattle, is they're a good team, especially in the playoffs. They're, 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 they're tested, and they have a lot of experience. And I, you know what? It kind of I, – I wouldn't mind – if I had to go somewhere, I'd rather go to Detroit than Dallas. I'll tell you that much right now. So if Seattle would have to go to Detroit, I'm fine with them playing Detroit in Detroit. That means the winner of the Giants and Falcons would have to go to Dallas – and play that game, and you can bet 
that would be a good matchup for either of those teams against the Cowboys. Dal or Detroit has, or uh, sorry, excuse me, the Giants have already beaten Dallas twice this year. You know, three times in a season is usually pretty tough. I don't think there's too many times that's actually happened over the, in the history of the NFL. But Atlanta, doesn't Atlanta have a nice offense that could probably go toe-to-toe with Dallas and give Dallas's defense some trouble? I mean, just go up and down that field passing all day long on that one. I, I, you know, Dallas doesn't have much of a pass rush. I think Matt Ryan can go crazy in that game. And if that's the case, or even if the Giants do win a third time against Dallas, that means Seattle would host the champion, NFC, NFC Championship game, the right to go to the Super Bowl. They would host it at home. And I think that's, a, that's kind of what I'm getting at. It's the perfect scenario for Seattle to actually not have to play to Dallas. This is the best case scenario for this, I think, with those two teams going up, matching up against each other in the wild card, the Giants and Falcons, and then having to go to Dallas to play the Cowboys. It's just something, a little something I was kind of looking at today. As you, you know, you kind of see a lot of people putting out playoff scenarios and stuff. It's not a bad, that's not a bad scenario, I think, especially in the Seahawks' favor. All right, what else we got? We got, we got some other kind of stupid things. Um, I don't know how much I want to get to this. I did find this interesting, though. Um, with Jeff Fisher getting fired today, we'll circle back around with that for a minute. Uh, yesterday or the two days ago, I guess there were some reports coming out that you know if, if the Bills didn't beat uh, the Steelers at home yesterday, which they didn't and they lost, Rex Ryan could be fired today. I thought that was kind of a funny story that that comes out and then Jeff Fisher's the one that gets fired. And so far, Rex Ryan hasn't been um, hasn't been fired that I know of. As I'm talking here, I haven't seen anything. Of course, it'll probably happen a couple seconds later as soon as I'm, I finish talking about this. But um, it was also, you know, part of that story was Rex Ryan was the odds-on favorite right now or was, um, yeah, actually, t- as of today, Rex Ryan was the odds-on favorite, which is actually funny in how this plays out uh, in these scenarios is right before Jeff Fisher was fired, I saw there was an article that saying Rex Ryan was plus 125 to be first coach fired, you know, before the season ends. Jeff Fisher was all the way down at plus 750. Like, that's kind of a weird... He was... One, two, three, four. He was he was the fifth coach down. You know, so there was four of the coaches ahead of him that you know had better odds of being fired first. I just thought it was kind of a weird, interesting scenario where, um, you know, because of that report, probably Rex Ryan was put as the favorite odds on favorite, and then Jeff Fisher is the one that gets fired. Moving on, that's all I need to talk about that one. There was a couple weird things that happened yesterday in some of these games, and this probably just goes, you know, for the rest of this. Uh, for this whole season, basically. It's just how weird games have been back and forth. Jacksonville <laughs> had an historic penalty played against them um, or called against them yesterday. They got called, their kicker got called for a delay of game before kicking off. Uh, <laughs> it's like, this hasn't happened in, since 1998, I think, is what it was. It's just, isn't that weird? Like, so there's a time limit, apparently, that when kickers need to kick the ball on kickoffs and somehow the Jaguars took way too much time so you score a touchdown they go to commercials then they get set up and they line up in formation they get kicked off and this is this is plenty of time there to get your team set and ready to go and and get um, and get in position anyway I thought it was a weird game and only of course the Jags are the ones to um Make that happen and say on record books. That's it for tonight. We're done, folks. Check you later. Seegers.